What up, motherfuckers? Sunset Flips and Super Kicks is back for another episode. Uh, a lot to talk about today, I think. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I'll just, yeah, fuck. Come here, hit the red button, and just go with the flow. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. Um, I know what if part two is still on its way to come out. I'll, actually, I just have to check to make sure that um, I didn't have it scheduled to release because I, yeah, I don't even, I don't even know. You think the people like behind the scenes that, you know, that work for me, that I pay cents and cents of cents um, would know how to handle this shit, but I don't have any of those people. So it's all mate, it's one man show. It's one man show. Just like, uh, just like WrestleMania Backlash. There we go. Good segue. Let's get into it, shall we? Despite the the weird name, I still, I still can't get my, I still can't wrap my head around that. Like WrestleMania Backlash. The only thing that makes sense is the backlash from WrestleMania or matches they wish they could put at WrestleMania. So it was essentially a WrestleMania Night Three. That's that's I, I don't know. I mean, last year backlash, we got the greatest wrestling match ever, and now this year we got WrestleMania backlash. So the pay per view names just aren't sticking. Just the pay per view, I don't know, format or something. Just in general, you know, Hell in a Cell is next month. Um, you know, because in the summer, as Michael Cole says, you know, because some will be hot as hell in a cell. Oh, I don't know how he came up with that. He's yeah, he's 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 one he's one of a kind. He's one of a kind, Michael Cole. Just like one of a kind Rob Van Dam. The iconics. Icons, I mean. I don't know what I'm saying. I haven't watched it. But I just I don't know, that came out today, so I thought I'd mention it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Let's go um Mania Backlash. Before I lose my train of thought. We 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 could end up anywhere here. We really could. Um it would have been it would have been good to do predictions on this show. It wouldn't be hard to go seven for seven. Um, yeah, that's pretty pretty straightforward, really. Seamus had his open challenge, um, and after killing was it Humberto Carrillo last week or something? I don't know. It was loud pop. I don't know what it was. Um, it didn't even put his title on the line, but uh, Rakocket. Ricochet, um, one and one and only. I'm still sticking with that. Um, having a few uh, killer matches on main event with Ali. Um, he answered the he answered the call and, and lost. So, Jameis even welcomed our Mansour. We all we all know Mansour, the uh, the the goat of wrestling, the Saudi Arabian rock star. Um, you know, can't lose a match. You know, he's defeated. Who did who's he defeated? Cesaro and Dolph Ziggler. I mean, just those two names alone. Why to make him look good? You know, pretty sure I've discussed this before. I don't know why I'm discussing it now. My head's just going everywhere. It's just everywhere. I'm just babbling right now. I don't care. I don't care. Do you care? You don't care. You don't care. Um. So yeah, Shame is still a U.S. champion. And so maybe Ricochet might be featured again on Raw and Ali too. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what. It's not Ali's fault. 
but the hackathon and then retribution like that whole retribution thing was just that was shit i mean that was just the way it was done i mean so as i said you know we're going off track here and um we don't give a fuck because uh, zombies are real um whew, damn um the retribution thing i think i've always wanted to sort of talk about it but just never did because i didn't want to talk about it but still thought i probably should um if the format or whatever the way that that was teed up and designed was these four or five people so who was it it was the fucking Dijakovic DA Madden uh that Thorn guy Mia Yim the HBI whatever the fuck that means uh, in the up up down down champion unfortunately um, and then the Martinez woman were invading and I remember a lot of people actually thought it was the Undisputed Era until they realised there was a fifth person there so that uh, that didn't make sense but these people are like destroying the car park or whatever the fuck they were doing why would they why would there be cameras like why would you feature them on your on your TV program when it's meant to like sort of like be an invasion or they're just coming to take over or whatever if you wanted to seem real like cut the feed and then but they just kept getting more time and which made no sense um and it ended well I don't even remember how it ended <coughs> so I think two of them are still going somehow so that was um but that yeah that was good that was definitely a good use of uh Dominic Dijakovic um and it was worth Dio Madden uh getting off commentary as well for that and then I don't remember um the other people I'm pretty sure Mercedes Martinez uh did it one week and then was back on NXT the next week because she didn't want to do it so I'm just just speculating here just just putting it out there so yeah, hopefully um, Ali can do something with himself finally. But yeah, what do you do? All right, uh, WrestleMania Backlash. All right, now the main, the main card, the mainstay. Uh, the first match was the uh, Raw Women's Championship Triple Threat match: Rhea Ripley versus Oscar versus Charlotte Flair. Uh, this was a great match. I assume, don't know, didn't watch it, don't like any of them. So, but I. I did find it interesting that Oscar took the pin. Got to keep Charlotte Flair looking strong, brother, brother. So, oh, sorry, sister, sister. <coughs> yeah, can't can't have Charlotte Flair lose. That's for sure. Um, yeah. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, the Dirty Dogs. Ziggle, Ziggle. My man Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode against the Mysterios. Um, just one of those things you could. See, coming a mile away, unfortunately. Um, uh, the dogs, Dirty Dogs, took out Dominic Mysterio on the pre-show. And then Ray went to uh, do the match himself. Um, it would have been funny, though. I saw, I'm, I'm not taking credit for this, I saw this. Um, if Buddy Murphy came out with, with Ray Mysterio, uh, because of the whole, you know, Buddy Murphy was with his daughter. 
that just I don't even know I don't even know what happened to that eh just <laughs> just like most of the shit that just gets started it's there one week and then gone the next cause it's shit so I don't know <laughs> fuck I don't know um, so yeah hopefully Buddy Murphy comes back soon uh, this match as well oh fuck it only says it went for 17 minutes but it said it seemed like it just went for a long fucking time I don't know, it just, it must have just been me, just sitting there watching it. Like, it just seemed like it just went on forever. Um, and then, yeah, Dominic finally came out and Ray started yelling at him. And I was sort of hoping that, like, I just want to see Ray Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. You know, just bring, bring back the past and just be like, Dominic can go to Ray, you know. Fuck you, fuck you, man. Um, you prevented me from, you know being with Eddie, or something like that, just resentment, it would have been fucking awesome, that's, that's, that's what I want, Wrestlemania, Dominic vs Ray retirement match, then again I also wanted Andrande to retire Ray, so, um, yeah, I don't know, he's doing good things, Andrande, just sitting down, doing nothing, um, poor taste in women, unfortunately, but that's not his fault, um, anyway, yeah, the Mysterios are the new tag team champions, father-son duo, so there you go. Uh, Damien Priest defeated The Miz in a uh, zombie apocalypse lumberjack match. Obviously for Batista's new movie, um, something to do with dead people. Um, Army of Dead, I think, I don't know. So yeah, zombies were, uh, were the lumberjacks. So, I saw Daniel Vito was one of them from Brisbane Bronco and our player. Um, yeah, just all the probably just all the NXT um, noobs. They haven't been on TV yet. It's probably just them just fucking made up to the max. And yeah, I don't, I don't know why Damien Priest was a bit scared of him as well. That he's the archer of infamy. So hopefully he's got something good coming now. Like. Nothing against the Miz and John Morrison, but like David Priest should still be on NXT. They should be going up against Karrion Cross for the NXT Championship. Um, so maybe Damian Priest can do. Maybe he can answer Sheamus's call. You know that seems to be the um, NXT guy's title, the US Championship. Riddle, Ricochet. That I can re remember recently, Samoa Joe, he was he came from NXT, so there we go. I proved I proved my point there. Um, yeah, what I liked in this match, they were uh, both outside the ring, Priest and Miz, and were fighting off the zombies, and then did the old classic movie cliche thing where they back up into each other, turn at each other, but then start beating up all the zombies. So, but yeah, zombies, man, that was just man. And I, I feel sorry for John Morrison, Johnny Drip Drip. Um, yeah, just comes back to, comes back to being with The Miz again, and like, fuck, The Miz was WWE champion like two months ago, or three months ago, so, I don't know what's going to happen with them now, maybe they can, maybe they can do something, fucking, get Ziggler on Raw, or put Miz on SmackDown, let them two go at it again, they fucking... They know how to put on a good series of matches. 
Uh, moving on, Belair defeated Bailey. Moving on, um, Belair had to cheat. She had to use a hair. Uh, not a very good, upstanding babyface citizen. Uh, couldn't do it cleanly. Couldn't do it on her own. Um, that's just that's just how good Bailey is. Yeah, I'm just gonna fucking. I'm just gonna keep prepping this. Just saying it, just to get under everyone's skin. You know. You know, Belair beat Sasha clean. Clean. But I had to cheat to beat Bailey, so there you go. And there's a reason that Belair's going up against Bailey. And that's to do what Sasha couldn't do, and that's make Belair a superstar. So there you go. And just look at the fucking what, what Bailey's done, the stars that she's made this last year. Just fucking putting everyone over. And they just move on to bigger and better things. Just go. Goat status. Goat status. And fucking wipe away them tears, okay? Stop crying. Just stop crying. This is me having fun. So, fuck you, Zor. But Bailey's going to get the title back. So, yeah, hate to break it to you, people. Uh, she's going to cut off Belair's hair, and then Belair won't be, able to, won't be able to do the job. So then, where is Sasha as well? What's she doing? She's probably filming Mandalorian again or something like that. Well, she probably got fired for breaking character, being so happy that she lost at Mania. Um, but she'd be used to that, 0-6, so. Yeah. But yeah, she's the... Uh, oh yeah, anyway. Alright, uh, the uh, the um, triple threat WWE Championship match, because triple threat matches are just a thin now. It's got to do fucking overhaul triple threat matches. Thank God, Bobby Lashley retained against uh, Braun Strowman, who comes out to a train noise. Andrew McIntyre. Uh, I actually enjoyed the match. I do not like Drew McIntyre. I do not like Braun Strowman. I don't really like Bobby Lashley. Um, but I'm happy that Bobby Lashley is the champion. Long, 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 long overdue. Um, but I, I quite enjoyed this match. I thought it was good. I went into it with a positive mindset. thought, well, I don't really care for this match. But then when it was starting, I go, you know what? I reckon this will be a good match. And it was. It was. But it's just the same old... I don't know how many times someone has gone to do like a shoulder tackle in the corner. And the opponent moves and end up smacking the post with their shoulder. I'm pretty sure it happened in every match. I can't speak for the first match. I didn't watch it. But I know it happened in at least three. Possibly four. So, but yeah. Lashley retains. Uh... Thankfully, uh, I'm pretty sure he pinned Strowman, so, you know, so McIntyre's got to be strong, brother, brother. Here's the other thing I don't get, all right? Uh, a few years ago, there was a group called The Shield, and they sort of broke away, and Roman was the guy, but then everyone got pissed off and started booing him because he was just shoved down our throats. I didn't boo him. I've always liked Roman. He's just getting constantly shoved down our throats. What about Drew McIntyre? What What is the difference between Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre? The situation. I Honestly, I can't find one. I've, I really can't. Drew McIntyre is now getting shoved down everyone's throats. I'm pretty sure... Every single pay-per-view, apart from Elimination Chamber, 
he has been uh, in the world title match. Because he had that match against Sheamus. And I'm pretty sure Lashley was champion by then. I think. Oh no, I'll have to look that up now. But yeah, he's just, he's always there. So, um, yeah, it just goes to show that uh, how uh, how sheepish, I guess, um, the marks are. I'm calling them marks. They're just a bunch of sheep. You know, one person does it, so they got to fucking, they just got to follow. They got to follow suit and, yeah. Uh, there you go, fast lane. It was Fastlane that I was referring to. The only match since, I think, WrestleMania last year that Drew McIntyre hasn't been in the title match. So, anyway. What do you do, huh? What do you do? I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna sit here and complain. I just don't like him. Uh, I don't like his babyface deal. And then his fucking sword that he puts into the ground. What the fuck is that? I don't, yeah. Like, wow. Alright, main event. The main event. Since this match was announced, I've just been so hyped for this match. I can't remember the last time I was so excited for a world title match in wrestling. I think probably 20 years ago, when I was just a young boy, a young lad, a young Mark. Uh, Austin Rock WrestleMania 17. I think that's the last time I was full on hyped for a title match um, to this extent. I mean, I know I was, I was pretty pumped for Cody versus Kenny at Supercard of Honor, uh, but not to this extent. This just this changed my mood completely when it was announced, and it was one of those where look, I I knew Roman was going to win. But I didn't know. I was I was caught in two minds, and that's what I loved. You know, it could have gone either way. And I mean, Cesaro, fuck that. If I mean, I hope that's not his only shot. Because if it was, I mean, he fucking just everything, everything. When was the last time you saw someone actually manhandle Roman Reigns the way Cesaro did? You know, picked him up a few times from that guillotine and just a fucking, just a great match. Um, yeah, that was one where I usually like to get comfortable watching the pay-per-views, either just fucking on the bed or lying on the bed or on the lounge or whatever. I was like sitting on the edge of the bed. Like I just couldn't keep still. Very excited. It's very nervous. Fucking love Cesaro. I can't, I can't remember a time when I didn't like Cesaro. So, yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely pulling for him, but you know, just at the end, the tribal chief. That's just fucking how good the Roman Reigns character is. But that's why he's uh, got to be PWI number one. He's the best wrestler in the world right now. Total all all around. Um, obviously, that'd be a lot of people be debating. You know, Kenny Omega because he can wrestle, but Kenny hasn't changed his in ring style. Since being a heel, oh, I'll probably talk a bit more about AEW coming up, but Roman Reigns has, and Roman Reigns has improved 
everything all around and the character is just exceptional it's just exceptional so yeah i'd love to see it again um but moving on hell in a cell i don't know what could be there uh let's see uh well after the match um cesaro passed out so and then sort of got up ready to go and Uso, uh, Jay Uso came out. The one that's not, uh, the one that is the bitch, I think. Uh, one of them's the bitch, the other one's nobody's bitch. So the right hand man, he came out, and then Seth Rollins came out, uh, just looking fly as always. The the drip, the swag of this man, my Messiah. I don't know if he still is the Messiah or not, but he will always be my Messiah. He came out and attacked Cesaro, so I think maybe uh, there's their big blow-off match, Hell in a Cell, between those two, and then maybe Rollins will win that, and then go on to face Roman, and then Cesaro can go win Money in the Bank, and then uh, hopefully he does the RVD cash-in, where he announces when he will be cashing it in at SummerSlam, in front of the fans and will become universal champion and i will cry so he could have won the title so i probably would have teared up i probably would have cried and um yeah yeah not too bad one match show really though the triple threat was all right um the men's i don't care for the women's as well there so what else is going on rk bro entertaining as fuck it's the only only really thing I keep up to date with on Raw um cause there's it, the world title pitch is just the same old shit like I said with McIntyre getting shoved down everyone's throats but everyone's okay with that because um yeah I don't know people like the idea so everyone's gotta like the idea cause you're all a bunch of sheep um Oh, and what was with McIntyre doing the zigzag as well to Braun Strowman? Just saying, come on, man, really? <sighs> yeah, good good stuff. And yeah, no, no wonder everyone likes you. Anyway. What do you know? Um, yeah, okay, bro, that's it. So it's just coming out of nowhere. Fucking, yeah. We could be a tag team called RK Bro. They have a match. Orton does the job because... That's what goats do. They put over the younger talent. It's like Bailey. And now they're a tag team. And I saw somewhere saying that they're the best tag team on Raw in the last 10 years or something like that. Fuck, are you serious? Two singles wrestlers. Okay, New Day's been on Raw. Straight Profits have been on Raw. The Shield was on Raw. The Bar was on Raw. The Usos have been like. Yeah. Anyway. So um, let's talk about um, AEWWE. I mean, uh, AEW. All Elite uh, Wrestling Federation Entertainment. I mean, All Elite Wrestling. Blood and Guts. Let's talk about Blood and Guts. I was actually going to do one on Blood and Guts uh, right after I watched it. And I'm glad I've given myself some time to sort of Deacon Press, I guess. Um, 
I'm probably thinking I've still got stuff to say on WWE. Just get a fucking, just get over it. Don't really give a fuck anymore. Um, yeah, the blood and guts. First of all, to call it blood and guts is just stupid. There's so much blood. I mean, they fucking they overdid it on the blood. Um, no guts. You know the uh, could only win by submission or surrender. They should have just called it that because they can't call it war games. Um, but anyway, Tony Khan knows best. Uh, it was it was okay. I didn't I didn't like Shivani and Jr. referring to the old war games matches as blood and guts. Like, that's just wrong. That is, that's disrespectful. That's, in my book, it's disrespectful. So, but all the AEW marks will definitely say it was the, uh, it's the best War Games uh, match that there's ever been. Uh, it was done right. Um, so, and that's just, you know, that's what Dave Meltzer's and his fanboys like to do. Just suck off anything that AEW does. It was good. It wasn't great. Um, and at the same time, I don't think the NXT ones have been all that great as well. Um, nothing beats the war games of the 90s, the early 90s, not the NWO bullshit. Uh, 96, 97, and so forth. The old ones. You know, um, I forget the fucking, was it 91 or 92? Sting's Cauldron, whatever, and the, the Dangerous Alliance. So, you know, you can't, you can't beat the original in anything, in anything, just like AEW can't beat WWE, because that's all it is, it's just a fucking cheap knockoff of WWE, um, I can't remember what else happened on that show, um, I think that was, uh, Cody versus QT Marshall, so that's just, QT Marshall's like the leader of the factory. Cody's the leader of the Nightmare family. So instead of fucking building up to this, you know, what could be potentially, if it's done right, I mean, with Tony Khan at the helm, of course it'll be done right because he can do no wrong because he's booger of the year. Um, if done right, do it on a pay-per-view, but first match and that's it. That made no sense, and of course, uh, of course, Cody had to bleed, because I mean, I said this when fucking he was uh, he was battling um, what's his name, Luke Harper. Uh, fuck, I forget his name. Anyway, um, same thing, like because it's all about him, because you know he's he's very important in that company. Which is also to what else I was going to talk about. Uh, the elite. The super friends. You know, the the masterminds of AEW. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes. Apparently are no longer friends. They're no longer speaking to each other. And without like just reading anything into it, I could already know that it would be Cody. So, I mean, it's it's a great idea having, like, four wrestlers, you know, essentially running the company because it would 
just constantly be about them. That's why Omega's the world champion. The Young Bucks are the tag team champions. So, and then Cody's the one that, you know, has one title match and goes, well, if I lose, I'll never challenge for the title again to prove that he's not in it for himself. But then fucking becomes TNT champion and puts that strap on himself and wrestles 20 minutes against guys he should beat in two because, you know, he's got to do what he couldn't do in WWE. And, and I'm just just saying this out of frustration because I like Cody Rhodes. But give me fucking Bullet Club Cody Rhodes. Don't give me this fucking corporate suck-ass Cody Rhodes. I think his promo last week about fucking America. It just made no sense. And then he's gonna he's calling out Anthony Agogo for a match of double or nothing. Like I'm just watching it, just like scratching my head and confused as fuck. Like I had no idea what was going on. So anyway, I'm sure they'll patch things up. Uh, I'm sure Cody Rose will one day be AEW champion. Um, I'm sure one day. Kenny Omega won't be AEW World Champion, but I don't know when that day will be. Same with the Young Bucks with the tag team titles. You know, they fucking... They have one match against FTR and go, well, if we lose, we're never going to challenge for the tag team titles again. It's like, well, obviously you're going to win because you just can't help yourself. They did it so they could bring out championship merchandise the exact same as the Lakers championship merchandise. They, the exact same. So, yeah, and then fucking, I don't even remember what happened this week. Oh, Miro's TNT champion. So, yeah, they finally done something with him. Um, fuck, I can't even fucking remember now. Don't even know. It might just be a bit silent for the next couple of seconds while I just think about what happened. Um, SCU is broken up. You know, they did the old, well, if we lose another match, uh, we're done. We'll break up. And they won the Fatal 4-Way Tag Match at Blood and Guts. Uh, so they challenged the Young Bucks uh, on Dynamite, not even on pay-per-view. Like, on, on a Dynamite. And beat him with the old, uh, I'm sorry, I love you. Hmm. I swear I've seen that somewhere before. I think I saw it in 2008 at WrestleMania. So, but, you know, AEW's original. Uh, back to Blood and Guts. That's right, Blood and Guts, that's what I was fucking talking about. Um... So, the ending of the match was great. I liked it. I I actually picked... The Pinnacle was my pick to win. Um, I think they should be doing everything they can to be getting behind the Pinnacle, getting behind MJF. Um, to this day, I still do not know how it is physically fucking possible that you do Cody Rhodes versus MJF once I still cannot wrap my head around that MJF cost Cody Rhodes 
the title by throwing in the towel and then kicked him in the nuts. And then they had this three-month story for one match when you could have just done that the whole year. But I sit here in my wardrobe with headphones in, talking into an iPad and a microphone to five people that listen to this show and Tony Khan's Booker of the Year. So what do I fucking know, right? Tony Khan's Booker of the Year, he knows what he's doing. The end of the fucking blood and guts, the inner circle surrenders because MJF threatens to throw Chris Jericho off the top of the cage onto concrete. Right? They they were saying, they were fucking hammering it into your head that there is concrete down below. So Sammy Guevara surrenders, Pinnacle wins, and then whoever was in the production truck, production truck, got a great shot of Chris Jericho just telling MJF what to do next. Uh, and then MJF throws Chris Jericho off the top of the cage, much like Undertaker threw Rikishi off the top of the Hell in a Cell 20 years ago. But that's all right. That's, that's all right. AEW's original. They come up with their own shit. And then he lands in cardboard. Not concrete. Cardboard. So, you know. And then we go to fast forward to next week. Um, actually, no, before we do that, um, people in the audience were so disgusted and disappointed in this finish. AEW refunded the crowd in attendance because they felt sorry for the people not being happy. Just think about that. Just think about that. Because a couple of people had a cry because the match ended the way it was the only way it was going to end. The only thing that I had in my head of the inner circle winning would be Sean Spears giving up. That's it. And that's nothing against Sean Spears, but I just think MJF's not going to do it. Wardlow won't. There's no way FTR will. The only thing I could think of would have been Sean Spears. And that's it. You know, and then maybe you boot him and then you got like a four horsemen sort of thing. You know, but they're the pinnacle. They got five. So, I mean, in a, in, uh, in a way, it's like their own thing. But because the heels won, we'll just give everyone a refund. Could you imagine Vince McMahon giving fucking everyone at WrestleMania 30... What was it this year? 37? When Roman Reigns stacked Edge and Daniel Bryan on top of one another? 25,000 people? Oh, you people aren't happy with that. I'm sorry. Here, let me give you a refund. If Vince McMahon was a dumb fuck like Tony Khan and gave people refunds because they weren't happy with the finish, they'd be out of business. You think Eric Bischoff fucking gave people a refund in attendance at Starcade 98 when Kevin Nash ended Goldberg's streak? Or like two weeks later when they did the fucking finger poker doom? No, because they're not dumb fucks. Oh, yeah. So I just, I, I don't like Tony Khan. I really don't. No, really, no. I feel like that fucking, I feel like I'm that dickhead now that was blowing up because Reigns won the title. I feel like him. But I'm not a fat fuck, so it's all right. I don't live in my mum's basement, so it's all right. 
Um, anyway, let's go to this week, Dynamite. Um, the coronation of the pinnacle. It was very exciting. It was good. Uh, until, here we go again. AW, so original. Uh, golf cart rocks up with um, Ortiz, Guevara, and Hager. Then Chris Jericho just pops up after a week ago being thrown onto concrete. Um, <laughs> pulls out a fucking spray gun and fucking starts spraying a little bit of the bubbly in the ring. Much like Austin did to the fucking corporation. I mean, come on, really? Like, it's now getting to the stage where AEW is insulting our intelligence. I mean, that's, that's all it is. That's, that's exactly what it is. They're insulting our intelligence. I mean, anyway. So, um, the Young Bucks are going to take on two singles wrestlers, uh, double or nothing, in John Moxley and Eddie Kingston, who have sort of found each other. And uh, honestly, if you told me this uh, after full gear, oh, you know, six months down the track, they're actually going to be teaming. Uh, I would have said no way, but that's the case. And I mean, I just, I don't know how I want this match to go because I don't like, I don't like what the, like the characters of the Young Bucks. Like I like the Young Bucks, but just like what they're doing now, it's just corny. Like it's just, I mean, it's typical AEW. It's just, it's so overdone. Um, so they've always been cocky and arrogant and they've always thought that they're the best, but like, this is just on a whole new level. So I, I sort of, I sort of wouldn't mind if Moxley and Kingston did win because they're not a known tag team because then it's just, that's straight out of the WWE playbook. I mean, again, then again, we've already seen it when Omega and Hangman won the titles, like two singles wrestlers, you know, so. You know, that, that makes sense. And, and everyone still thinks that Hangman's going to be the next AEW champion. I mean, fuck, that's, you want to talk about misusing someone, look at that. Look at how they've used Hangman Page. You know, he's fucking wrestling Brian Cage, who still has that FTW championship. What's the fucking point of that? Um, and then double or nothing triple threat match for the world title wonder where they got that idea from because um, they got their little their little ranking system and you know like wins and losses matters wins and losses matter but storylines don't like Moxley and Eddie Kingston have constantly been after Kenny Omega since I guess um, revolution with the exploding barbed wire um, death match that failed Tony Khan probably gave out refunds for that as well because um, he's Booker of the Year and he knows exactly what he's fucking doing so anyway um, what do you do there um, so honestly I think it should be Kenny Omega versus Kingston for the title at double or nothing but instead Park and Orange Cassidy have a number one contender match and the winner faces Omega for the title I mean I'm sorry, but when you're in a storyline that Omega is clearly in with Moxley and Kingston, 
I mean, they, him and the Good Brothers, you know, broke uh, Kingston's ankle, right? And then, then they reformed the elite or the super elite or whatever they are, and then fucking Moxie and Kingston tried to fucking kill him, and they come out, and all they want is is Omega. To then say two weeks before, three weeks before the pay per view, okay, so you're going to wrestle either Park or Orange Cassidy at double or nothing. What's the what's the fucking point of having a storyline? I I I would really like to know who is uh is writing, AEW, TV, Dynamite. Because I think they need like a proper writer that's been in that's actually been involved in wrestling, not someone who's been a fan for 20 years and had a rich daddy so he could take him to every show and then buy him a company, give him money and say, here you go, here you go, here you go, my good son. Start your own wrestling company. Then just remember what WCW did back in the day, focusing your storylines around all former WWE wrestlers. So that just, yeah, that that makes no sense. So, I mean, Kenny Omega is the uh, the belt collector. He's the AEW World Champion, uh, the AAA Mega Champion, and then the Impact Champion, and apparently the TNA Champion as well. Which, yeah, I don't, I don't get that. But uh, against all odds, next month, Moose against Omega. So I just, I just want to see how they're going to dig themselves out of this hole, and like, how far can you possibly go with Omega just having every World Championship there is in the under the sun, because sooner or later he's going to have to lose them. And how do you do that? I mean, is that why they're doing a triple threat match? So Kenny Omega does not get pinned to lose the title? Um, you know, I don't know. And then again, it's going to be Park or fucking Orange Cassidy. Like, I don't get it. And then, I don't... The other thing I don't get is their fascination with factions they've got that many fucking factions it should be AFW or faction wrestling um or or fucked wrestling um maybe TKMW Tony Khan Mark wrestling I don't know I loved uh Tony Khan just yeah if you know how much I love Graham Smith the South African cricketer that's exactly how much I love Tony Khan um so there's probably a couple there's probably only like one or two people that know that reference and probably getting a good pop from it right now so that's that's all I give a fuck about um but they're gonna do stadium stampede again so what three weeks after being thrown onto concrete on off the top of a 20 foot cage uh, Chris Jericho is gonna wrestle in a stadium stampede match um which makes total sense I don't know. I don't understand why you just don't do the blood and guts match at double or nothing. Um, I don't know why every second dynamite has to be a, a special. You know, I, I, every second week it's a new fucking thing. It's a new special. It's like when they're moving to Fridays, which I'm pretty sure I talk about in What If Part Two, which will come out soon or maybe it won't. It it will. Don't worry. Don't. Don't get too scared. But it's apparently coming on after SmackDown. So at least AEW knows where they stand 
when everyone thinks AEW is better than WWE. I mean, come on, really? Let's let's just look at Roman Reigns as world champion and have the ratings on SmackDown, and then Kenny Omega as world champion and the ratings of not only AEW but Impact combined doesn't compete with SmackDown. So there you go. That's just PWI top five hundred number one wrestler in the world, Roman Reigns. I will not accept anything less than that. Um, but yeah, Stadium Stampede. Um, you know, obviously Chris Jericho got thrown on concrete off a 20-foot uh, drop cage, whatever. Uh, is going to wrestle in a stampede. But if the Inner Circle doesn't win, then they got to break up. So I just hope this MJF Jericho thing's done right. Um, you know, I I don't see the point in a stampede match. I think it should have, Blood and Guts should have been on pay-per-view. That's like fucking doing a War Games just on a random NXT. It's like doing a Hell in a Cell on a Raw these days. Like, there's no point. There is no point. It should have been done on pay-per-view. But they're sticking with Stadium Stampede, which apparently is going to be the new norm for Double or Nothing, is it? So, I don't know. Um, I'm pulling for the pinnacle again in that one. I love MJF. FT I love FTR. You know, and then Sean Spears, you know, he's all right. Um, good taste in women, so, you know, he's up there for me already. And then Tully Blanch is, the, like, one of the best. Um, and then there's Wardlow, who, I mean, he, I was watching him in Blood and Guts and just thinking, like, fuck, this guy, like, this guy could be the guy. This guy could be the next guy, so. A lot, uh, lot of positive there. You know, nothing against Inner Circle. I love Jericho. You know, I love Proud and Powerful, but it's one of those things where, like, what could they do next? Where would they go? Where would they go after um, the Stampede? Like, it's been, since since the first episode of Dynamite, they've essentially been together. So, like, where do they go? Like, what would be next? What would be next for the Inner Circle? It could only be the Pinnacle, but I just hope MJF and Chris Jericho has done right. You know, a series of matches there where MJF will uh, retire. I think retire Chris Jericho. So, because there's just you got to think like, what's what's left for Jericho to do? The only other thing I can think of would be him and him and Sammy uh, being the tag champions. But you know, who, who knows? Then again, I don't think the Young Bucks will be tag team champions after this week any, anyway when they lose it to my man Brian Pillman Jr. and his mate Griff Garrison, so Varsity Blondes. Um, yeah. I don't know. So, uh, was that it? Is there anything else? Anything else you want me to talk about there while you're listening? You can't hear me as I'm doing this right now, but you're probably thinking, oh yeah, talk about this. Fuck, you should have told me. You should have told me. Um... Yeah, I don't know, eh? I really don't know. I'm pretty sure there was, but I just kept rambling on and oh um Britt Baker, finally. Finally. He's going for the AEW women's championship, so it's one of those things when AEW started straight away it just should have been Omega champion, world champion, 
Britt Baker, women's champion. Like that was just that was that was two guarantees in life with AEW. Um, but you know you got to keep him out of the title picture for a certain amount of time or fucking whatever. But you know it's about time Britt Baker gets up there, and is going to be champion. Um, so yeah, that's it's that's it that's it. Wago dashi, smack dashi, that's it. That's it. So the, the, I could I could go into a whole rant of um, the portrayal of women's wrestling and how WWE isn't doing it right because AEW is doing such a fantastic job of it. If you're not Sheeta or Britt Baker, then you don't really matter. So, but that's why AEW has fucking all these YouTube shows as well. An hour and a half, AEW Dark with 20 matches, meaning every match goes for three minutes, just so we can showcase talent. Uh, but do not take this the wrong way. I do not hate AEW. I do not hate Cody Rhodes, even though everything's about him. Um, I hate Tony Khan. Okay, I do not like... Tony Khan when AEW goes <laughs> crashing down you will know it's because of the fucking NFL slash Premier League team owner because he's, he's I reckon Tony Khan's more out of touch than Vince McMahon and everyone always loves to just go Vince McMahon's out of touch or oh, Oh, he's lost his way. You know, he needs to. He needs to step down. Triple H needs to take over. Fuck. There's probably people in AEW going. TK needs to step down. Cody needs to take over. Yeah. Then we could get. Then we could get a real war. We get a real war. Cody's already won up by smashing the fucking throne. Um, but since what has he done since then? Apart from be the greatest TNT champion in AEW. Oh, it's probably Darby Allen now. We can all say it was. You know what, I'm going to find out his name. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of you are just screaming it um, as you're listening to this, all three of you. Um, let's just go Luke Harper. Nope. What? Hang on. Luke Harper. Oh, Brody Lee. Okay. Oh, that's right. And then his son. That's right. They're um, exploiting his son because of his death, which is... Which is sad. It's unfortunate, but you know, just because uh, this is probably going to sound wrong and come across the wrong way, but that's fine. Everyone's entitled to be overly sensitive. Just because he passed away doesn't make him the greatest champion um, or a Hall of Famer. So I'm just going to put it out there. I haven't heard anyone say a bad word about him, and I'm not saying anything bad about him, but he wasn't the greatest TNT champion. Or his son. But now is just featured in this Dark Order group that has just flopped. It has just flopped. Oh, fuck, what have we got? We've got Dark Order, we've got the Pinnacle, we've got the Inner Circle, we've got the Nightmare Family, we've got the Factory, we've got Matt Hardy's Money Brand. There's like six or seven. There's Jurassic Express uh, Faction. Or are they the Jurassic Experience now? Actually, they should fucking change their name to the Jurassic Experience. Team Taz as well. 
Uh, Ricky Starks is out, which is a shame. Um, something to do with his neck. Broken neck or close to a broken neck. He's out for three months. Of course, I would have loved to have seen um, Christian Cage and Ricky Starks at double or nothing. So I don't know if this whole Christian Cage versus Team Taz thing is still going on. Um, but I'm double or nothing. I'm pretty sure Darby Allen and Sting against Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, which I'm loving at the moment. Um, oh, oh. Seriously, what, what's the fucking point of Sting, eh? What is the point? He fucking rocks up there every single week, probably paints his face for five hours just to stand there and watch Darby have a match and try to kill himself. And then that's it. That's it. Well, fuck. But everyone's, everyone's pulling themselves to it, especially Tony Schiavone. It's Sting! <sighs> this is why I love wrestling. Shit like this. Look at this. I've been fucking almost chewing your fucking ears off for 55 minutes and I had no plan. No plan whatsoever. And I somehow managed to pull 55 minutes out of my ass. So, I don't know. Who else is going to... Who else is going to... Do you reckon Samoa Joe... Gonna go to AW, Daniel Bryan. I'd like to see some old Joe go to Japan. I still, I still think. Then again, I don't know now. Cesaro is the man. I'd still like to see some old Joe come back fully cleared um, after the ninety days in WWE and attack Roman Reigns. I still think that'll happen. I still like to believe that there's this swerve coming. Um. And maybe Samojo actually wasn't released. It was just, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Get him off TV. Probably the same with Daniel Bryan. He's probably still under contract. So what, what can he, what can Daniel Bryan do? Um, if you still want to watch Daniel Bryan wrestle. I mean, go to NXT. Wrestle Adam Cole. Like, is, please tell me, like, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly are still going to go. And just on Kyle O'Reilly. What the fuck? What has happened to... Like, what is this character? Uh, admittedly, I haven't watched NXT in a couple of weeks now. By the way, Indy Hartwell, fucking tag team champion. Fuck yeah. Um, happy about that. But... Is he, is he trying to be Orange Cassidy? Oh, man, I just don't know. It's sort of like making me question them splitting up the arrow now. Like, what's Adam Cole going to do? Is he just going to fucking turn up on Raw or SmackDown? Seriously, what's he going to do? He's going to go up against Roman Reigns, get eaten alive. Going against Bobby Lashley, get eaten alive. So, I don't know. I'd still like to see... I mean, after fucking Stand and Deliver, I'd still like to see another, another, another two matches, you know. The NXT does do the trilogy matches pretty well, so um, just have to wait and see there. But anyway, what do you do? What do you do? Um, yes, yes, I don't know. I don't know where to go from here. I'll just, I'll just leave it at that then. But so I'll take that. 
Not bad. All right, um, keep it, uh, keep it in your pants. And if you can't, fucking just swing it around like a fucking helicopter. I'll just, I'll leave you with that. And stay tuned for more, for more fantastic content coming soon. What it is, I don't know, because I've got nothing, um, nothing in the pipeline, so. I was about to say pipe bomb there and then just stay fucking Sam Punk's coming back. Double or nothing, Sam Punk confirmed. SummerSlam, Sam Punk confirmed. Anyway. Alright, thanks for listening. Don't forget to use the hashtag. Uh, the hashtag is doesn't matter because hashtags fucking mean nothing. I just do a lot of them to just grow my penis, my page. Yes. Thank you. This has just gone completely off the rails. Kind of like Kyle O'Reilly. Okay, thank you for listening. And um, yeah, bye.